0: <laughs> okay that's my start i'm aaron i'm tom and this is baby's first watch list coming to you with a spooky scary movie and a special guest so welcome uncle robbie
1: Woo, what's up? <laughs> am i in we're in
0: we're in robbie is a i called you a forever friend of tom for sure like, you've known each other for
2: five million years. There's a picture of us when I was, like, six and you were five. Yes. That's somewhere in the world. I don't know where, where it is, but...
1: I I would say my first memory of Tom was I was in third grade, maybe, or maybe even younger then. Yeah. But we were in... We went to the same elementary school. We yep. were in the Talented and Gifted program. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with Mrs. Hudock.
2: Miss Hudock, baby. <laughs> stories
1: with holes. Oh, stories with holes. <laughs> the man in the mask. Oh, God. Is at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we've, I've known Tom my whole life. Yeah,
0: So sweet. It is sweet. Um, and Robbie's my best friend because I listen to his podcast <laughs> loud about nothing twice a week. And I feel like I talk to him twice a no, week. S- definitely. <laughs> and I hear a crazy story.
1: Very crazy stories.
0: <laughs> so Robbie... You're here on Baby's First Watch List, a podcast that our little one is going to hear one day. And he probably wants to know all about your movie journey. Okay, So tell us, like, what's your deal with movies?
1: Uh, I love movies. I mean, I grew up on Disney movies. Mm -hmm. I grew up that uh pg-13 was a guideline for my parents for (laughs) sure (laughs) whereas like i turned 13 and then i could watch pg-13 movies not really before yeah uh maybe like at a friend's house or whatever but it's interesting because like i was thinking about the the movie that we're can we talk about the movie that we're gonna cover yeah Yeah. the shining was like a, a psychological thriller i guess in some capacity and like the first time I ever saw a sad movie was A Walk to Remember. And that yes, became that became my favorite movie. Because oh. I was like, oh, not all movies have princesses yeah, that have yeah. happy endings at the end. And I was like, that's so crazy. That's a different like type of movie. And then the first psychological thriller that I watched was Flight Plan. Oh so when I saw God. that, it also then became my favorite movie. Because like, wow. I was young and I just that was like a friend maybe had a thirteenth birthday party at the movies. And it was, uh, yeah, a thriller. And I was like, I didn't really realize that movies could be this, but I mean, Amazing. I do love movies. It, and then, I, what were you like we Jodie
2: Foster or something like that? Yeah, yeah Jodie yeah, Foster. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's just like the whole set is the plane, mm. you just take place on the plane. It was Beautiful. probably such a cheap movie to Beautiful. make. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> not as cheap as Swingers, I bet. No, definitely not as cheap swingers as, as Swingers.
2: <laughs> we're gonna, th- we're gonna also recording today an episode on uh, the movie Swingers, which we're gonna pocket it, so you're not gonna see it for a while. Yeah
1: um but no then like i feel like i got into watching the oscar movies in my like end of senior year college was, which me and tom would go it was to the like movies around the same time that i started yeah like we would go when we'd be home from like winter breaks i feel like we would be like let's go to the movies well, but,
2: the big short was the one i remember yeah when there was like a blizzard outside and it was just, literally just, just the two of us <laughs> yeah. in the theater robbie was just explaining the whole movie to me <laughs> <laughs> and
1: because we would go to this movie there, it, was, it it was what was it was mega movies when we were kids, but then it got into something and it else. Was an AMC, and then it was like uh, yeah. Starplex, Starplex Cinemas, Starplex. Starplex. and it was six dollar movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like nice. all the time. Yeah, and we were just kind of like, all right, let's go to the six dollar <laughs> movie spot. Yeah, um, which. Then I got into the uh, yeah into the Oscar movies. Then I would like when I lived in New York, I would go to the movies alone all the time. When like Movie Pass era came out, I like that. Yeah, I loved going to the movies alone. Movie Pass, what a time! Um,
2: OG Movie Pass. We loved Movie Pass.
1: Also, I feel like it's worth mentioning, especially with the Halloween stuff. When we were in high school, we would go uh, like most Friday nights in October, even November, we would go see a horror movie Mm -hmm. like our group of friends and. I didn't go to all of them. I was too scared. Any stand out to you? We saw Saw, we saw One Miss Call, we saw... I didn't see One Miss Call. Wow. Oh, really? Maybe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Unborn. Uh, the Unborn. Legion. Legion was horrible. <laughs> oh, that was when I was done. I was like, we can't <laughs> do this awful. anymore. This Why are we one. going to this?
2: We had one friend who would leave uh, immediately, like, every single yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> every oh, time he uh, <laughs> would
1: come to the movies, and we would get all hyped to go to the movies, and then, like, the second uh preview would come on and he'd be like oh i got a phone oh, call I, or, I gotta go uh, i gotta go for something to y'all I'll, be right, y'all, I'll be
2: right back was he just scared
1: i think so but he was afraid to tell oh. us or like it's sad because it's like, don't come like i don't know i guess you want <laughs> to fit in but like mom. every time he's trying to build himself up <laughs> to watch this movie um it was iconic i'm trying to do paranormal activity I that I,
2: to this day i've never seen paranormal.
0: what about really? uh, i liked paranormal activity what about uh the strangers did you see that one
1: I don't know. I I forget. They all. Terrified. A lot of them really blurred together. I
0: mean, yeah, because they're all terrible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were so bad. And. (laughs)
2: Did you see Orphan?
1: I did. Yeah, I I saw Orphan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was Uninvited, I think was the name of one. Oh (laughs) my gosh. They were just like a genre of. They were all kind of the same movie. And it did definitely turn me off to horror movies. I didn't (laughs) didn't, like. And I didn't want to seem like I was afraid. So I would keep going because I'm like, the reason I'm not trying to go to these movies is not because I'm afraid of them. It is because they're bad. But yeah. I don't know who was spearheading. If I were to guess, I would have been. I would be like Tom was spearheading it. But if you were like, you didn't like all nah, of them either. Not me. I wonder who was spearheading this movement. Because we would go. We had like yeah. a group of 10 people yeah. every Friday or Saturday. It would be like, that's what we would do in October and November.
0: I feel like it was a thing, though, to see scary movies in high school. With your friends. Yeah. With your friends. I once saw, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. I saw a um was it a Friday the 13th remake? It was one that it was really bad. And I saw it in theaters and there was a scene where there was a, um, a woman that was on skis in the water jet skiing. But like, what is it when you're on skis themselves? Is it still jets like being pulled. Yeah. Yeah. Water Water skiing. Water skiing. Yeah. And she was, uh, not wearing much. And, a bad thing happened to her, and I'm not joking. Next to me was the priest of my local town, church, and he was cracking up. And I'm like, why is Father Felix here?
2: <laughs> Father Felix? And really getting a kick worst. out of this. Wo- <laughs>
0: I was like, but I'm so scared. Felix
2: so, might be the worst name for a person. That
0: really messed me up to go <laughs> into movies
2: <police laughs> for a while. Felix is a bad thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Felix. It was Father not a Felix. good time. Yeah.
0: Alright, so today we are talking about a horror movie that Tom and I have seen a couple times um, but it was a first for you, Robbie. It was.
1: I watched it last night for the first time. I had zero idea what it was about.
0: Which is kind of fun. I said yeah, it was it
2: funny was. that like there's like five like there's like three of the most iconic sequences ever in, in movies. movies and like Robbie didn't know like what the movie was about. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I, I did not. I told somebody I was watching it and she sent me like a little one of these, and then the word "red rum," and I had no idea what it meant until like halfway through <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I did not know "Here's Johnny," yeah, okay. was from. And you knew that like the face, the face yeah. w- with the "Here's Johnny." What
2: about Johnny. the what about this, the the snow face at the end? No, like the meme.
1: I've st- yeah. There was a few things that there
2: were a couple memes. In uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. twins. Mm-hmm. And-
1: I paused it early on to like go get a drink, and it was uh the wife smoking the cigarette when she's yeah. talking to the doctor i guess and my roommate was like oh that's a very popular like girls that love halloween will make that their profile picture for october is like that her smoking the cigarette yeah, and i was like oh did not know that either it
0: really is an iconic movie yeah definitely and it's 1980s the shining Ooh. Yeah. um so this stephen king adaptation was directed by kings yeah, ish stanley Q- kubrick he's got issues and it was uh, written by him and Diane Johnson so Diane Johnson is best known she was a novelist or she's still alive a novelist and an essayist Um, she does like satirical works that are known for centering around American women living in France which has nothing to do (laughs)
2: completely unrelated to the shining oh interesting
0: completely different Um, Stanley Kubrick is considered I said an S tier filmmaker yeah no seriously (laughs) Um, he's known for directing movies like Doctor Doctor Strangelove, 2001: A Space Odyssey, A Clockwork Orange, Barry Lyndon, and Full Metal Jacket. Robbie, how many of those have you seen?
1: Uh, we were, I was talking to Tom about it. I don't think I think I've seen parts of Clockwork Orange. Maybe I've sure. seen it all the way through. Yeah, I think I read it in high school because of Tom. Yeah, yeah. I think he liked it. I and I w- I was like, yeah, I should buy this book. And then and I read it, and, and I was he was. I remember you being like, it's hard to get through. You got to kind of learn it's like a it's fake language in its own language. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's a fun challenge. Not that fun of a challenge. <laughs> no, no, it really is I,
2: <laughs> I hated it and then I got like halfway through and it kind of clicked and I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, I, I remember it. him saying that. Yeah. Clockwork but,
0: Orange and Full Metal Jacket are the only ones I've seen. I don't
2: think okay. I've seen any besides Clockwork Orange.
0: Full Metal Jacket, it's one of those things where like the first, it's in kind of two parts. The first part's really good. It's got Vincent D'Onofrio, you know him?
2: Kingpin from Daredevil.
0: That's right. And then the second half sucks. So there you yeah. go. Um, the Shining stars Jack Nicholson, Shelly Duvall, Scatman Crothers, who actually was in the Aristocats. Oh, wow! Do you know the song Everybody Wants to Be a Cat? Yeah, because the cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. Is that <laughs> him? Oh, wow! <laughs> Let's go! I love that. I wish he did that during the Shining, that would be so cool. <laughs> and. King Danny Lloyd, Prince Danny Lloyd, yeah. who I liked in this movie. I thought he was good. He fit
1: the tone. For yeah, sure. totally. Who does he play? The uh, kid. The kid. Danny. Yeah. Oh, the kid's great. Yeah, right? <laughs> I love the kid. Uh, my roommate was telling me, I guess he had met the DP, my roommate Axe, and the kid was like, they tried as best as they could to shelter him from knowing it was a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. And- So I was, like, watching it with that information. That was, like, really the only information that I knew. And I'm like, how did he not know? (laughs) But I guess... So I was trying to be like, could they have done these shots where, like, he wasn't really in on all of this? Which I guess they could have. Looking at... Like, I was, was, like, looking at it through that lens a little bit. But interesting that he was able to, I guess, get through it and not really realize that. How scary it was.
2: There's one part that I called out that was not him. Uh, Uh, Yeah. When... I'll get to it. We'll get to it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, yeah, tell, you yeah, what, I'll yeah, tell you what yeah, more yeah.
1: it is.
0: So uh, John Alcott, who won an Oscar for Barry Lyndon, uh, was the cinematographer. And okay. the film was edited by Ray Lovejoy, which I love that last name. Who He was Oscar nominated for editing the movie Aliens.
2: Oh, wow. Which is great. Oh, wow. James um, Cameron.
0: And his first two editing jobs on his own were for Dr. Strangelove and 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is like... That's a pretty good start to your career. yeah. And Kubrick then he guy. also edited Batman. Oh, wow. 89? Yeah. So the music in The Shining was by Wendy Carlos and Rachel Elkind. And Wendy has a very interesting kind of biography. Uh, she was actually involved in the creation of the first commercial synthesizer.
2: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: So that's like the music is kind of synth. It
2: is. In um, part. And then there's a lot of like... Like distorted classical music.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she also won best classical album of the year at the Grammys in 1970. Oh, wow. There you go. And um, Elkine was her producer and collaborator. So they worked together a lot. The story goes that Kubrick was not happy that Barry Lyndon, the previous movie he made, wasn't a commercial success, despite the fact that it did really well critically. Isn't it like three hours long? I don't know, man. All his movies are so long. Um, so he was given a stack of horror books to help choose a new project that would be both commercially successful as well as kind of artistic. He was really mad because he had turned down the exorcist and then the exorcist did really well. So he was like, I'm doing a horror movie. And apparently from his office, you would hear thumps as the rejected books were flung to the wall. And then one day there was complete silence. So his secretary opened the door and there he was reading the shining. And so that's, what he decided to do, Create? You said that,
2: and the marquee behind started, you started going off. So creepy! <laughs> Wait, so he's
1: throwing apparently
0: books he that he like, didn't like. Stinks, Kubrick was it. apparently
2: very um, angry, ornery. Okay. Ornery is a good
0: word for it. Yeah. Um, production on the shining. So diva.
1: Yeah, uh, right. To be no, not. reading a book, just throw no, it up. I can't use this.
0: Well, wait till you hear this <laughs> it, next part. Who's? Production was wild okay. because Kubrick would work with a small team so that they could do like a billion takes on every scene. And it would be like exhausting for everyone. There's a scene where Shelley Duvall's character, Wendy, is scared, right? She's climbing up the steps with being the like, bat. get back, uh, get back, right? With the, with the baseball bat as uh, she climbs the stairs backwards. And uh, it has a Guinness Book of World Record... For being shot the most times, like it the was, amount of takes, it really? took 127 takes. There is absolutely well, no reason that that should take that long. Part
2: of his rationale that Shelly Duval said in doing that was to literally make the actors go insane. So they were playing these insane characters, literally insane because they've done it a hundred. She's been crying for nine hours all day right. in all these scenes. <sighs> like that is wild. Yeah, she, she is crying like the whole time. She said it was the like the worst experience of her life, but she would she would do it. Like she would. She doesn't regret it
0: right i know jack nicholson he like got ready for he would like not read the script because it would change yes. so many times he would just read it a couple minutes before filming he would take it would revisions, change every day he would take revisions
2: and just throw them out throw because them in the oh, wow. that more were coming
0: yeah so it was not exactly the most fun movie to shoot that's for and sure. and
2: scatman crothers uh like cried on set too like <laughs> <laughs> oh really yeah that's so <laughs> he sad he was in like four scenes I know <laughs> oh he was great in that he was movie. great um, character we'll talk about but
0: yeah uh, so Kubrick also took advantage of the new steadicam technology which helps to create a tracking shot without the use of things like a dolly a crane or a handheld camera
2: And the guy who invented the steadicam worked on this movie there yeah that's
1: know. what my roommate was saying I think it was the second movie that used it It's something. it One was something like yeah. super
0: early and he especially liked to do it like almost from the floor to shoot up, which uh, obviously created a you know specific
1: tone. Things and like kind towering of over ominous. You and, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. And they do follow around a lot. Yeah, like when Danny's yeah, on, the tr- yeah, on the tricycle. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the film was shot largely on sound stages at Elstree Studios in England, although the Overlook Hotel setting was based on the Awani Hotel in Yosemite National Park. Huh. And Stephen King was not happy about that. He wanted it to be based on the Stanley Hotel in Colorado that he based it on in the book. But Kubrick was like, no. King, King and
2: Kubrick, King and Kubrick had a lot of disagreements on this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, so The Shining was a commercial success. It made forty-seven point three million dollars on a nineteen million dollar budget. It wasn't as successful critically upon its release. It got mixed reviews from critics. Uh, during the inaugural Razzie I'm ceremony, say, well, the first year, it was nominated for two awards. Director and actress, although mm-hmm. Duvall's Razzie nomination, Shelly Duvall's, has been rescinded recently in the past couple years because of the extenuating circumstances of her treatment during filming. So she basically, basically, they were like,
2: because Kubrick was so awful to you, we're not going to count not gonna you connect. as like a Razzie nominee. Exactly. It came out around the same time that they revoked. Bruce Willis's lifetime Razzie when after they found his out he aphasia, had aphasia diagnosis. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. And so this was the only film out of Kubrick's last nine movies to not be nominated for an Oscar <laughs> or a Golden Globe. Oh wow! Yeah, I Which, was
1: thinking it won of a lot of awards when never, I was watching it. He yeah, never won. Won. I'm like, oh, they must have think. all. Did Jack Nicholson get nominated? No, no. It
0: got oh, nothing.
2: Wow. He never won. I don't think Kubrick ever won an Oscar.
0: Um, I think Sam. some of his films had right, like Barry Lyndon got the one that for editing or whatever, yeah. but uh,
2: I, don't I don't think Kubrick he won, won like director or anything like that,
0: which he seemed kind of mean. So like, I'm not that mad.
2: Well, uh, I mean, yeah, but if we're looking at it from like a directing standpoint, like he's amazing.
0: Yeah, I understand that, but also be nice,
2: but I don't, but I'm right. But it I don't is feel, it
1: is a popularity contest in uh, Hollywood. Right.
2: But also <laughs> yeah. like, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. He's not a good guy.
0: So now kind of like looking back retrospectively, The Shining is now seen as one of the best films ever made. And it's often referenced or parodied in popular culture. If you've ever seen the 30 Seconds to Mars video for The Kill, it's all The Shining, the entire music video. I remember being like, this is weird. I don't know. Jared like, Leto. I would watch it like, you know, six AM before going to school. You put on M T V and you like MTV watch hits. music videos. Yeah. <laughs> that's like literally it'd be like a horror movie before I go to school. Um
2: and it you're just eating like Cheerios watching. Yeah, I'm like,
0: wow, that's weird. <laughs> it was ranked seventy fifth on Sight and Sound's latest poll of best movies, and it was preserved by Congress in twenty eighteen. And a sequel called Doctor Sleep, which was also a Stephen King adaptation, was released in twenty nineteen. King
2: loved a that sequel? one sequel. Yeah. yeah, it follows Danny as an adult.
1: Interesting. It's it's 2019.
2: Yeah, it's by the guy who did like Haunting of Hill House and Midnight Mass and um, um, bloop something. He has another like Live Manor House or something. Blythe Manor, uh, the Netflix shows. Yeah, they're like scary haunted Netflix shows. <laughs> Have you guys seen it? No, no. Uh, it's like no. two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh.
0: yeah, I'm just not ready for that.
2: Yeah, Stephen King loved it though. Oh, That's really? Good.
0: Better than The Shining, yeah. which he hated. Um, before we go to Tom's. Uh, plot. Can we do our New Jersey connection? Yeah, go for it. Okay, ready? Get connected for free. Free New Jersey Connection. If you have never... (laughs) I love it. What? No, I love it. If you have never heard our New Jersey Connections, I made a bold claim a long time ago that every single movie is connected to New Jersey because New Jersey is the best state in the Union. Yes. And... Is it is it the union? Yeah. Okay. And we were a union state too in the War. That is War, true. So. Um and so then I got like proved wrong a bunch of times, yeah, and like my the connections Meg. have been like super not close. Um, but this, this one, one we th- got it. This one has one. two
2: really good ones. Yeah.
0: So the big one here is Jack Nicholson was born and raised in New Jersey. He was born in Neptune, New Jersey, down the shore, baby. He's living the dream down by the beach. And he actually lived in an apartment in Spring Lake, which is right near Asbury Park. Um, and he graduated from Manisquan High School. Isn't that where like DJs is and stuff?
1: Uh, Osprey.
0: <laughs> that's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Manisquan is definitely a Jersey Shore destination, party destination. Yeah. Um, so. That's fun. One of my best friends lives there.
0: There you go. Mani- He's
1: Manisquan High School.
0: Chillin' where Jack Nicholson once roamed the halls. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize
1: he was a Jersey guy. Yeah. yeah big
0: jersey that. fella.
1: Yeah,
2: he has jersey energy.
0: Definitely. <laughs> um Tom, what was the other one?
2: The other one is that I actually found by myself, it's like separately, is that the I the the aesthetic of the twins is based on a the photographer that like Kubrick w- was like Kubrick's mentor. She had a photo, a famous photo of these two girls and it was like Twins in 1965 in Roselle, New Jersey is like the name of the the photograph. No offense, creepy. Yeah. And yeah, so that comes straight from New Jersey.
0: There you go. Without New Jersey, The Shining would not exist. You just got connected for free. New Jersey connection. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, Tom, let's get a little summary. Unless, Robbie, you want to go off the cuff with with a summary? No, no, no. no, no.
1: All right. You're like, well, let's set this. Well, so it starts. We're driving to Colorado
2: now. All right. Jack Torrance, played by Jack Nicholson, uh, takes a winter caretaker position at the remote Overlook Hotel in the Rocky Mountains. The manager tells Jack that a previous caretaker, Charles Grady, killed his wife, two young daughters, and himself in the hotel.
0: And then he's like, cool.
2: Oh, yeah. He's like, I'll take it. Uh, in Boulder. Jack's son Danny, played by Danny Lloyd, also weird that the character names are the same as the actors. and for both and it's a coincidence that they have the same names in the book. Um, Danny has a premonition and seizure. Uh, Jack's wife Wendy, played by Shelley Duvall, different name, tells the doctor about a past incident when Jack accidentally dislocated Danny's shoulder during a rage, a drunken rage, and that he's been sober ever since. Before leaving, the Overlook's head chef Dick Halloran, played by Scatman Scatman Crothers, informs Danny of The Shining a telepathic ability the two share. He also mentions that the hotel has a shine due to residue from unpleasant past events and warns him to avoid room 237. So scary. A month passes and Danny has frightening visions, including two murdered sisters who look identical. Meanwhile, Jack's mental health deteriorates. He gets nowhere with his writing and he's prone to violent outbursts. (laughs) Every writer ever. Uh, Danny gets lured to room 237 and Wendy later finds bruises on his neck. Jack investigates and encounters a female ghost in the room, but blames Danny for self-inflicting the bruises.
0: Okay, but that bathroom was fire. <laughs> Do you see how beautiful that bathroom was?
2: Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Jack is enticed back to drinking by the ghostly bartender, Lloyd, who says, Your money's no good here, Jack. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> um,
0: why? Well,
2: actually, there's a story behind that, because when you find out when that takes place... 1920s,
0: when, whatever?
2: During Prohibition. Yeah. You were allowed to consume alcohol. You weren't allowed to sell it. Wow. Oh, so he wasn't allowed to buy it, but he could drink it.
0: Look, they're thinking three steps ahead yeah, here. They're playing that, chess. I
2: read that in my research. <laughs> I'm
0: watching with checkers. I fell asleep for twenty <laughs> minutes left in this
2: movie. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> the last twenty minutes are what? I, I was just
0: like uh. <laughs>
2: You were like you you woke you like rolled over and you were like Danny you gotta run. <laughs> oh my god, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Ghostly figures, including Delbert Grady, the serial uh, the serial killer, the the killer from earlier in the movie, begin appearing in the gold room, which is a giant banquet hall in the hotel. Grady informs Jack that Danny has telepathically contacted Halloran for help, and says that Jack must correct his wife and child. Mm. Wendy finds Jack's manuscript written with nothing but countless repetitions of "all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy." This
0: this movie's so toxic masculinity. It's like not even funny.
2: <laughs> when Jack threatens Wendy, she knocks him unconscious with a baseball bat and locks him in the kitchen pantry. But she and Danny are trapped because Jack sabotaged the hotel's two-way radio and snowcat. Back in their hotel room, Danny says, "I didn't even write anything about Tony." Danny says, "Red rum, red rum, red rum, red rum," and even writes it in lipstick on the bathroom door. Wendy looks at the mirror and realizes that it is murder, spelled backwards. (laughs) I was like... (gasps) (laughs) Grady frees Jack, who stalks Wendy and Danny with an axe. Danny escapes outside through the bathroom window, and Wendy fights off Jack with a knife when he tries to break through the door and does the whole here's Johnny thing. Halloran, having flown back from Colorado uh, to Colorado from his Florida vacation... Poor guy.
0: I right, could not be mean, let
1: me tell you. I'd be like, I'll <laughs> see ya. I'll three people are going to die. Yeah, I, like, I guess it was for the kid, but My yeah. ESP would be like one missed call, two <laughs> <Yeah>. missed calls. <laughs> Squidward mean. <being laughs> like, anyway.
2: Um, he reaches the hotel. His arrival distracts Jack, who ambushes and murders him in the lobby. Yeah, that was mean. And then pursues <sighs> Danny in the hedge maze. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yes. It was abrupt. Wendy runs through the hotel looking for Danny, encountering the hotel's ghosts and a vision of cascading blood similar to Danny's prior premonition. In the hedge maze, Danny misleads Jack and hides behind a snowdrift while Jack follows a false trail. Danny and Wendy reunite and leave in Halloran's snowcat, leaving Jack to freeze to death in the maze. And then we pan over to a photograph in the hotel hallway. Jack is pictured standing amid a crowd of party revelers in the gold room on a photo dated July 4th, 1921. (laughs) the
0: shining yeah he said america i'm here (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) yeah that's the shining
0: that was a very good and succinct summary there yeah
2: this is a tough one like i couldn't i don't feel there's a lot i I couldn't have cut much of that out
0: yeah yeah no that was really good um did you know that there originally was 10 more minutes of the movie yes they add they cut the last 10
2: minutes after
0: yeah so oh, interesting. It's, it's
2: after they leave, but before the photograph the photograph was still the ending.
0: Right. So they basically followed Wendy and Danny to the hospital and they were like, oh, we never found your husband's body. Yeah. Which it's like, why wouldn't you? He froze to death like, in the maze. Yeah, that's weird. Um, And then they like give Danny the tennis ball so, that, that Jack had been like throwing. Well, earlier him. in
2: the movie, remember it like. He's like playing with like the little trucks on the rug, and then the tennis ball like rolls up to it. Mm-hmm. And it's the the guy who gives it to him in the hospital is the manager of the hotel from the beginning, right? And then he walks away and he starts laughing. Mm-hmm. So like the I guess the implication is that he's like
0: somehow knows what's going on. Yeah. Okay, so they basically were like, yeah, no, and he cut it after yeah. it was already yeah.
1: made. it was out for a that week. That guy no, did it was have out for a week.
2: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and then oh like, in mm. theaters. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It might have been weird? like a thing where they like screened it. And then cut it after screening. But yeah. Yeah.
0: So what whatevs. All right. <laughs> first question here. Favorite and least favorite thing about this movie. I'll go first. My favorite thing is I love the setting and I love Tony. <laughs> I love Tony. <laughs> red round red round I love the look of the hotel. I love that bright red bathroom. I love the bathroom that's like green with the arches. I love the huge look of the lobby.
2: I find it aesthetically incredible. The yes. the
0: floor patterns are gorgeous. Like aesthetically, it is such a vibe. Like it probably was all over Tumblr in two thousand and twelve. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that, I think, is my favorite thing. My least favorite thing is I wish that there was something likable about Jack yeah. at any point in the movie. Well, do
2: you know who uh, King wanted? Uh, yeah. He wanted uh John Voight or Martin Sheen because he felt that they had more of like an everyman type. Because Martin Sheen had just come off of Apocalypse Now right. a couple of years prior in yeah, which he probably. was like a down-to-earth main character. Yeah. Um, so he thought it would have been more interesting to see a character like that sort of descend into craziness, whereas yeah. right. Nicholson's—he's like he's, there he's on the razor's edge he's from been the first there. scene.
1: <laughs> I guess it's worth saying I had zero, absolutely zero idea what it was about. Did I already say that? Yeah. Um, but like the first scene where he's like, "I surely won't be doing that yeah. to my yeah. wife," yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, he probably won't because <laughs> that would be wild if." <laughs> <laughs> if they just say what he's gonna do in the first scene and he's already kind of crazy like i was like i don't think he's gonna do that which i guess he doesn't in the end but now they really just fulfill exactly, exactly. what he was gonna say he's <laughs> gonna yep. do and he gives off creepy vibes from the start you kind of know that he's weird to the kid from the start um there's like no, no it was
2: indication at all that these three are like a close family no oh, no like not at all no
0: so Robbie, what was your favorite and least favorite aspect? I'm trying like, to think. Aspect? My
1: favorite. I d- I definitely like the setting too. I liked. I lived in the Poconos, which is not. It was in a community. <laughs> <with people>. <laughs> <laughs> there was plenty of motherfucking people. What, was I there mean, a hedge maze? Uh, no, there was not a hedge maze. <laughs> there was
0: probably some snow.
1: Yeah, there was definitely snow, but I was alone in a house for five months. Yeah, I was which gonna, is the same I was period ask of time. You about that, I
2: that
0: is very isolating.
1: Yeah, th- I would go like two weeks without really talking to anyone. Yeah, I mean, I you go to the grocery store. I mean, I would talk to my friends and stuff. Right. I was on Zoom every day. It wasn't that bad, but <laughs> uh, like, you, weren't the, you weren't in the hall I'll with the work, raging fire. All work and no play. I, I know. I would be cool with all. Uh, yeah, all work and no play. I did like the hotel. I liked the setting. I liked the kid a lot. I thought I did like the little Tony. The yeah, the things that they oh, gave God. the kid to. Yeah, the Tony thing. The red Road. How he like got taken over from that. How he loved. Um, riding around the hotel and how he had cute little sweaters. And oh, the sweaters. Yeah, I liked... The kid was great. I mean, they were all... The acting is great. Yeah. I liked it. I, I liked the whole movie. It's hard to pick a favorite thing. I um, oh, wonder
0: why, why they named him Tony. Why are they named him I don't know. I was thinking Italian? that too. I loved
1: it. I'll tell you, I'll tell I <laughs> you <laughs> why. I love that. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I really did love the name choice. <laughs> like, why? Hey, why? where's the gobbled-
2: I'll tell you why. <laughs> why? In the book, uh, Danny's middle name is Anthony and comes uh, from that. oh that makes sense yeah. which again Tony. like
0: okay there's some stuff from I I kind of get why Stephen King didn't yeah. like the movie because like I would think we should know that yeah, <laughs> there's yeah,
2: also yeah. nothing about the shining really after like no. outside of like the little ESP it's just
0: like oh Danny's kind of weird alright
2: anyway yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I was like thinking that Jack had some shine about him I'm like is he a shiner I wrote that down too
2: Yeah. I think that in the book again there's a little bit, there's more about it. And I think that they find that like all moms have some shining in them.
0: That's such a vibe. Cool. That is so true. Yeah, um, yeah. That's and that, like a, that's a great thing. I think that's that. that's
2: more of a commentary on yeah. what's going
1: on. I love that also, yeah.
2: I think Halloran says it. And he says to, I don't know if it's in the Shining book or Dr. Sleep, but he also says about Jack that he either does, he doesn't think that he has the Shining, but that there's something there yeah but you, there's it's, a, it's all very uh ambiguous.
1: grady at one point is like he, he, they're coming in on our thing yeah and i'm like this all right ours, so they, like yeah Tony. this thing of us <laughs> exactly <laughs> hey, <don't. laughs> well yeah they're like all right the kid and the uh chef are coming in on the thing and it's like all right so what is what exactly is kind of going on around here i don't know i guess also it was like the hotel was built on native americans graves yeah right yeah not yeah. in the book either oh like, it's that's not a, in the that's book a Kubrick thing oh no. interesting, oh, interesting.
2: And also that big, because that's tapestry definitely not when Jack Nicholson's throwing the tennis ball and he's hitting like that big tapestry. Yeah. That's it's like a big Native American tapestry. Yeah, interesting. There's something about that. Yeah, too. it's
1: not like you don't just bring that into the movie. Right. I feel like for no reason, right. which was right. interesting. I'm like, so that was. I mean, I was like watching it, trying to figure some stuff out. I guess the whole you time that it's kind of you just it is artistically beautiful. I think so it kind of, I
2: think it's intentionally impossible to figure out exactly what's like even what's real and what's not real yeah Mm -hmm. because all three my roger ebert section in his review he talks about how all three of the main characters are unreliable in their own ways Mm -hmm. yeah and so you never know with what you're seeing is true or not
0: tom what was your favorite and least favorite thing
2: my favorite parts i mean obviously you guys talked about like the aesthetic of the hotel but also the tension and the music Oh, the music yeah. was like the music. I think sets this movie apart. Oh yeah, Yes. Um, I don't get like, like I don't know if this is like a brag, but like I don't really get like scared by horror movies. Oh, big flex. Both times I've I'm watched like, oh this my movie, God. both times I watched this movie, I've been like, like I've been mm-hmm. the first time obviously more. I was more scared, but like even this time, like it's so tense and there's like you n- again. You never know what's lurking around. The and then corner. you turn over and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, Oh my god, that's so funny. um, My least favorite part. Did you say your least favorite?
1: No. Oh yeah, Robbie. We share least least favorite. favorite part? I think I I would have liked more from Dick in a little bit. I mean, I'm not trying to give notes to Stanley Kubrick on this beautiful movie. And I like I don't I don't. It was great. It was great. I I have no real notes, but uh, no, I would have liked I guess a little bit more out of that. He just kind of dies as soon as he gets back. That is, and they're also just yeah. He just clearly serves a function yeah um
0: right which has racial undertones yeah which stinks yeah. yeah
1: but um yeah i guess more of that but i uh, know i thought it was great i more really a, don't i really a, don't have much notes more all. of a fleshed out character i think yeah nice.
2: like he's great i like his performance a lot he like he's yeah really the only likable adult in the movie 100 oh, yeah. um not that when i also not-
0: like the guy that he w- talked to before when he's like can i have this no can he's like yeah i like that guy too Uh
1: That he calls up on the radio, real quick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Wendy, I don't don't, let me clarify that. Wendy's not unlikable; she's just nuts. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, she's a little wild. Going through it.
0: all right. She's a she's a woman on the edge here. She She
2: trusts on and off camera. Yeah, Yeah,
1: (laughs) she trusts Jack a little too much. Like she got enough warning signs to be like, this guy is not safe for for your child. Yeah. And she continues to trust him, which is like, come on, girl, what are we doing? There's a cycle there. I find that
0: very like. Sort of like an interesting commentary, though, because like people that are are of the like the greatest generation or like baby early baby boomers, it was like that. Like if you're the wife, you go along with whatever your husband's doing. Right. You're going to make excuses because when they're when she's talking, oh, Jack would never do it. But he might have accidentally hurt Danny that one time. And it's not a big deal, whatever. Like you're going to be making those uh, kind of excuses while secretly on the side trying to, like, make sure your kid gets what they need. Yeah. Um, So I found that to be like a super interesting commentary on sort of the gender roles of the time. Yeah. Right.
1: I was thinking that. I'm like, oh, this is nineteen eighty. This is just how it was.
0: Exactly.
2: Like it's nineteen eighty and it gives like a nineteen fifties feel too at the same time. Totally. A lot of, a lot of king stuff feels that way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: That's good stuff. All right. What's my next question? Oh my vehicle's ready. I've got my oil changed today. My vehicle's ready. <laughs> my boy Nick at Pet Boys. I love him. He calls me darling every time I go. Um <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought vehicles ready was like a inside. Oh, no, no, my, like, no, oh, no, no. The vehicles ready. No, what? my no. literal
0: do, do. Corolla's ready. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> So um, I don't know if you guys have seen many Jack Nicholson movies. How would you rank this among other Jack Nicholson movies? Tom right, bul-
2: likes to right do... below *Anger Management*.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I've only seen two. Oh really? No way. There's maybe no not. Way. I think only two. What's the other one you saw? Full, fully *The Departed*. Of
0: oh, course, yeah, of course.
2: I mean, at least it's *The Departed*. Um, I'm going to his Wikipedia right now. So you never saw one? I don't think the I've
1: Kutus Kutus seen test? his. No.
0: You never saw *Chinatown*. No. You never saw *As Good
1: as It Gets*. No. Something's got to give. Something's got to Something give. got to give. No. Come on. Not the anger management I haven't seen. I haven't oh, seen dude. him in the Batman <laughs> movie.
2: 89, yeah.
1: Where he plays Joker.
2: Terms of endearment. No. Me. Uh, uh, I good really men. haven't seen a lot. Oh, a no. few good men.
0: You can't handle the truth.
2: Mars Attacks.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Mars Attacks. Oh, wow. I've seen a lot of Jack Nicholson The Bucket movies. List. Oh, The Bucket List. The Bucket <laughs> List. I don't
2: think I've seen The Bucket List either. What's I've, his last I've, movie? Uh, how Do You Know, 2010.
0: Okay, yeah. That's a no.
2: No reese witherspoon was in it hmm.
1: i really think it's just the departed for wow. me the so, departed was
2: actually his third to last movie i mean oh i'm wow. assuming he's not going to be doing anymore yeah you know, yeah at this point it's been 13 years
0: so robbie i guess you can't answer this question not really
2: so the I answer th- is the
1: Shining. i think <laughs> i liked it more than the Departed. i don't know really? the Departed's oh, good too. The, the, yeah
0: we just rewatched the departed uh for our baby moon last fun. year or two years ago and it was good it's fun it's fun yeah is it great it is it w- good? Yeah. Was
2: it a legacy win for Scorsese at the Oscars? Obviously. Yes, but <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Tom, how about you? What? How would you rank this among other Jack Nicholson performances?
2: Performances. He and- was
0: kind of lit in *A per- Few Good Men*. Got a
2: <laughs> Performances and movies are different. Like this is this yes. might be the best movie he's ever been in. Okay. But it's not necessarily my favorite Jack Nicholson performance. Okay. Um, I guess you could put up like *Chinatown* at the Well, whatever. Uh, my favorite. I don't know. I mean, I love him in Batman. I love him as the Joker. Sure, he's, he's like the perfect Joker to me. Like, yeah. obviously, Heath Ledger did his thing. That's a that's. But like, taking the comic Joker, like, that's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, um, I love that. Even though I guess now, since Heath Ledger, the comic Joker is probably more like that dark. But yeah, t- to that point. Sure. Um, I might actually say his better role is that. I mean, his better performance is The Departed. Wow, because he's fun in The Departed. He's fun and like there are moments where you're like. I I can see why this why people are drawn to this guy. Mm. I can see why he's this like cult of personality monster. Yeah, boss. yeah, yeah. Um he's like he's funny, intentionally funny. He's like sadistic. He he does like the whole Jack Nicholson thing all in one. Yeah. Uh in the Departed. I might say the Departed.
0: I also love him in Cuckoo's Nest though. And I would argue, Cuckoo's Nest. I don't know if it's a better movie than The Shining, but it did win the big five at the Oscars. I'll have to rewatch that picture, director, screenplay, and the two leads. It's Danny DeVito's really good. in it. Oh, I love Danny, Danny, Danny DeVito is in it. My king.
2: So is um <laughs> somebody else. Uh, also, Louise Fletcher. Yeah, I have to rewatch that, and I have to rewatch Chinatown. I yeah, guess Chinatown. I
0: okay, first of all, Chinatown. Like, I think I like it, but then it's about like water.
2: It is. Like, it's about like a real a dem- scandal in L.A. A
0: scandal in L.A. about, like, water wars. And but it's like, also a murder mystery. Boring.
2: Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, it's- Christopher Lloyd is who I was thinking of was in oh, uh, One Coo- Floor of the Cuckoo's, Cuckoo's
0: Nest. Nest. Yeah. Um, all right. So he's in less than I thought he was. Oh, but come on. Something's got to give is so good. Keanu is the star of something. Keanu Reeves is in it. And and is it Diane Diane Keaton? Keaton. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Jack and Diane. It is so good. And then the other one is good too. What's the other one as good as it gets? Yeah. That's Helen Hunt. That's also excellent. He like weirdly in his like later years was like a leading man rom-com guy.
1: He's Jack.
2: Yeah. also in this terrible, I have it up right now, this terrible nineties horror movie by Mike Nichols called Wolf. Yeah. With Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: But I love Mike Nichols.
2: Uh, yeah, I love Michelle Pfeiffer and Richard Jenkins, Christopher Plummer is in it. Cast is stacked. It's really bad, but it's great. Uh, Wait, it's so like one I of those need movies. to watch it. We then? should we should watch it. Okay. Uh and also he's the president in Mars attacks. So there great. you go. Yeah.
0: Um okay, Robbie, would you stay at the Overlook Hotel for months while it's closed as the caretaker?
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> Without question.
0: <laughs> I would not, Tom would.
2: Without you? question. Um Am I getting how much am I getting paid? That's the question.
0: I don't know. I really don't uh,
2: know. I, I probably would not. Robbie,
0: you
1: would I love steal? how it's in the movie how he would kept justifying like my kid needs to go to the hospital, all this stuff of like, I could lose credibility with the people who yeah. run this hotel. Like, and I'm an author. <laughs> like, like you're not. Your goal in life isn't to become a hotel caretaker. Like, who gives a s if you or who cares right. if you <laughs> like nag on this job? And I was just like, what is she? Where? Also, well, why does she care about this? I thought he was supposed to be a writer.
2: Wait. O- also, probably. we don't know anything what? about his writing. Is he famous? Yeah. Is well, he? Yeah, I, don't, aspiring yeah, I don't. I mean, he was.
1: He was a teacher, I guess, yeah, up until was. six months before right. so they, they move didn't in. Didn't even
2: publish anything. No,
1: definitely not. And then okay. imagine the man you're dating or you're married <laughs> to, you have a child with, is on this retreat. You're in this bad, ho- or like whatever, this haunted hotel to be right like because he's writing and that's like the point he took the hotel like with the job because he could have the like, quiet and then you go over there and all <laughs> oh, he just has one sentence but it's over all- and over and over and over and, and it's over like, again this different spacing yeah and, like
2: it's sp- there's typos and like
1: so- that's a moment where you're like this <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, not is done real. this is done i can't i don't need to save this person like we need to kill him and get my child out of this hotel
0: so after all that you just said
1: I would say, yeah. I'm not, I trust myself not to be spooked.
2: Even, even after just they like, were like... Just like when he, in the beginning, when he was like, oh, I would never do that. Well, he's yeah. laughing like,
1: I would never kill my <laughs> wife and child. And he's like giggling to himself. He's like, it's a... He hears that that had happened. And then he calls her and he's like, it's perfect. I would stay my whole life. Like, I would just be like, all right. Some, some stuff went down. Like... I'll be careful. Would I stay at a hotel that was... He, he
0: said, I'm different. <laughs>
1: All like, right, it's RIP beautiful jack but i'm different <laughs> sorry to
0: your grandma but i'm different what sorry I, to your twins
1: <laughs> i take this question as what i stay at a beautiful five-star hotel for the winter with unlimited access to its resources yeah. and some of its staff uh knowing that people have died and gotten murdered in it like yeah. today if somebody offers me that one thousand <laughs> <laughs> percent okay yeah. how about
0: this all right so I guess I have to be more specific with my next question because then I said, what about a guest during normal hours? Because I would think no reasonable oh, person no. would say yes to the first question. Yeah,
1: no, for sure that too.
0: Here's the thing. Would you stay in room 237?
1: Is there a woman in the bathtub?
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god. If there's not a woman in the bathtub, that was a wild scene. Wait, he that making against it or for making it? out? No, 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 against. I don't want to stay in a room. That's just getting comped. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm getting comped, I'm a little bit more lenient but I don't really want somebody in my bathtub
0: so you you,
1: you but I would stay in in the on room. the
0: online reviews tri- you go on TripAdvisor yeah. and they're like overlook hotel it's beautiful whatever I stayed in room 237 I had bruises every single day when I left I didn't know, know what happened and we can get rid of the lady in the bathtub but like <sighs> and weird stuff keeps happening in this room do not request this room and you get told you want a free trip But you have to stay in room 237. Would you do it?
1: All right. So people have gotten bruises. Every person that has ever stayed in there.
0: And then Jack, who knows what Jack was going through? Oh, Danny goes
1: in and gets strangled. Yeah. By a woman, though. He sees the woman.
0: Probably, right? We don't
1: know for sure, but. I like my odds. Danny's a child.
0: (laughs) You could fight back. I don't really
1: believe in ghosts like that.
0: He said sorry to Danny, but I'm different.
1: (laughs) Again. Do you believe in ghosts?
0: yeah
2: you do uh, do you I, believe in ghosts like, i say that i don't but i'm, uh, I'm up in the air on it to be i honest. really don't
0: if someone says something's haunted i'm not going do i believe really Ooh, whatever yeah i don't know maybe if someone says something haunted i'm not going really i'm
1: like that's a deal <laughs> i could get 30 percent off i don't get no haunted does not bother me at all that's Like i just wild don't. I would be able to. People will be like in the house, and they hear noises. They're like, "There's yeah. a ghost in my house." I'm like, "No, the air conditioning just <laughs> changed." There's notch. always an explanation. You yeah, truly, I just wait. don't. So you don't believe in ghosts
0: at all. No, you don't believe in kind of like weird energy and like peep signs from people who have left us and any anything that could be a possibility from that.
1: I think I can manifest my own mm. beliefs of like I want to be re- like you know what i mean remembering someone in a moment or whatever stuff like that but yeah like that they would have physical harm to me yeah no, no. i'm not i'm not thinking that somebody oh ghost is gonna physically harm me i do or I really do. exist at all i but do maybe. totally
0: get the idea that like i feel like every woman in her 60s sees a cardinal and it's like it's my grandpa and it's like okay yeah maybe there's just cardinals in your area yes um but I, I'm actually surprised by your no ghost take. Yeah, this is interesting. I would, I could
1: fall asleep on in a graveyard, like, what? <laughs> if I needed to, if there was a five star hotel, like certain things, you I guess like this movie, they're on a Native American plant, which is like you feel sh- like maybe you would feel bad yeah. about yeah. like certain <laughs> aspects of like what has gone on, like if yeah, you're I in an so. area of like genocide, like like it's more. I think ghosts are like remorse for sins of like the bad thing you never hear of a ghost that's was a great person they lived a happy <laughs> life and they like went on it's like more of like oh someone having to pay for what they did you gotta watch the others my friend oh really yeah, it's yeah. a bunch of happy people that die no, no. oh <laughs> i'm like not- it's usually a child got murdered and like well they're coming it's back it's, can, it's different it's, yeah. you should watch the others yeah like i didn't do enough bad things to be like who what ghosts do i have like i think that's people feeling like ghosts Maybe not. You Who think knows? it's just people feeling feeling feel bad yet. or guilty or like of things that they did, Interesting. and it, that starts to eat at them and ho- like that can consume you in a way. I love that. You know what I mean. I love that. You got answer. none. What? You got none. No, nothing. No. Overlook. Here now. we go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I bro. mean, the, uh, yeah. I guess there's people that have ca- that came and slaughtered Native Americans, but I, I mean, I, do I feel those sins for all myself?
0: Probably not
1: no no but wow. i would get it if they started to <laughs> they wanted to mess with me i would be like i get it Yeah, I Whatever. Dare, can we can we talk it out <laughs>
0: <I'm not laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah, funny you bed. say that you would sleep in a graveyard when i was younger i used to go to cemeteries and i would take this is so creepy i would take like contact paper, and then I take a crayon and go like this over it, and like get the gravestone on my paper. And okay. I would specifically go to graves of children who died because I would think no one would remember them, and I remembered them. Oh, this that is, is sweet. Like, isn't that sad? Th- sad, but this sweet. Is like- weird
1: empathetic
2: weird if this was in a movie i would take you your parents would take you to like a priest and they'd be like no 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 no! you gotta get rid of this kid and then like you'd be like no i can't and then like you you'd come home yeah. all this weird stuff would start happening yeah somebody would die yeah yeah no, that's that's the type of conduct that these kids in these horror movies totally are doing.
1: tom and i had to do that uh to join our frat did you really yeah. sleep in a yeah, graveyard? No, we had to go to a grave and, yeah. c- and call her oh, over it. <laughs> yeah. One of the founders of the frat. <laughs> yeah. Oh so not God. as sweet or empathetic at no. all. We just got dropped off in kind of close to a graveyard. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Sorry
2: to our frat for what feeling it? their... Uh, also, shout out to the desecration of a grave.
0: <laughs> that is a great like sequel to The Shining where a frat gets dropped off at the Overlook Hotel. <laughs>
2: It's like Zac Efron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a mix
0: between neighbors. neighbors and, and the shining. shining. Um, all right, I got one more question. Are there any other hotel movies that you really like?
1: I was thinking about this. I got a couple. Uh, there's a lot more hotel movies I'm looking than them I up right now.
0: Yes, there really are.
1: Um, I mean, love <sighs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall, even though oh, I forgot he's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah why, why not doesn't hit the same. Uh, yeah, there's no, a, couple, the main, uh, a couple. issues. We're going <laughs> down the, the cast list you know, and we're just crossing right, people uh, Over uh, the last uh, nope. few weeks, <laughs> really, uh, there one of the movies, 1408 was like one of the first Chucky scary sack. movies that I saw in theaters. Um, I want to say even before like the times me and Tom would go, but that was fun. I mean, I remember I saw it once in theaters when i was 15 so yeah, it was like right. it was fun uh grand budapest hotel i yeah, like it's on my list um mm-hmm. i made a list but what are some other ones hotel movies mama There's mia so many. i've never seen mama mia oh it's so good robbie i forgot yeah. that but yeah yeah um totally.
0: this is a plane movie the best exotic marigold hotel
1: it's okay actually
0: really good judy den just
1: <laughs> <laughs> i may have seen that on a plane <laughs>
0: yeah i total, don't really remember it's a total plane movie. yeah um and then the florida project
2: oh i, I was oh gonna yeah. say the, i had the florida project That's too a great one. Um, i one do love favorites. the florida project
0: and then when i did not like the lobster
1: i haven't seen
2: Ugh. oh that is a hotel movie you liked it i liked it i like the concept i think it's cool i like colin Terrell, i wanted to watch it it's you should, been on my you should vice saved watch it for
1: a hotel vice. or for a flight
0: you should watch it
2: okay i don't know if i'd watch it on a flight yeah there's oh, a couple really? yeah
0: yeah you, you just you know when you're like oh who's sitting next to me you know one of those Oh uh, kind of okay um i know i
1: watch some wild stuff on <laughs> <like sometimes. laughs>
0: um but i would say watch it okay just be uh, just be aware that like everybody speaks in a very monotone way like this with no affectation yeah. the okay. entire movie and it's a purposeful choice it's that director
2: does that sometimes that's something that i've heard
1: that there it's yeah yorgos land
0: there's the a way that. yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, interesting
0: yeah those are my hotel movies i like what I about
2: one night like. in miami I oh, yeah, that's a good it. one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Classic. That's
0: Oh, that has a great hotel scene.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We covered that one a while <laughs> back.
1: What's the most, like, I guess, dramatic or memorable uh, plane movie experience that you've ever had?
0: I watched Unstoppable. Okay. And then I went straight into Godzilla versus Kong after that. Oh, wow. And I was like, I am on, like, I am... On cloud nine here, I'm in my bag. I'm watching Denzel stopping trains. I'm watching Kong stopping planes. Don't they go
2: to like the center of the earth in that movie or something like that? In Godzilla vs. Kong?
0: I don't know, but Millie Bobby Brown was going through it. That's all I know. <laughs> and Alexander Skarsgård was there randomly. I'm like, wow. Chris Pine's over there stopping a train. Yep. I'm like, this is amazing. That's probably mine.
2: Most memorable. What about you? I don't know. So mine, I usually watch TV shows. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. it's a gl- good move. The last flight I went on, I watched the first like five episodes of Succession oh. uh, with Jay because uh, oh, he was fun. watching it. Uh, but uh, the one that I remember was that I tried watching Peaky Blinders like four times and I was like, I just don't get it. Yeah. And then it's just not my thing. I turned on the pilot on a plane, and it was the first time I watched it with subtitles, and I was but, like, oh. this is amazing, <laughs> and I loved it. That was the one thing that like I for some reason like it hit on a plane. I don't know why. I didn't end up loving the show. I didn't finish the show. But like oh, interesting. for some reason that first episode just really crushed me on the plane. With a
0: nice glass of ginger ale, yeah, in a plastic <laughs> cup. Oh,
2: um, pretzels. Mm, good stuff. That's I like watched.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's some good plane treats for sure. I had a milk lemon cookie from Milk Bar on oh, the last plane wait, I took, and, and it was one. delicious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched Coco for the first time on a plane, and right. I started bawling. Right. Like, <laughs> I has never cried that much in public, and I'm, like, bawling on this plane, which I do. I don't know if you guys have, sp- like, spoken about this. I feel like I'm more likely to cry on a plane anyways when oh, I'm watching really? a movie. And I've talked about this, and people agree. Or, like, I've put it on my Instagram. People are like, yeah, it's a thing. Like, you're more likely to cry. I don't know if you're, like, vulnerable, you're up in the air, or, like, you're Some coming home, or you're leaving home, or whatever it is. But that was probably the hardest I've cried from a movie. For sure the hardest I've ever cried for a movie. I don't really cry for movies what like that. What about
0: My Dog Skip?
2: No. Oh, I cried so many times at my dog skip <laughs> when I was a kid.
1: And I've seen it as a kid. I didn't have dogs growing up. You see me <laughs> when it's April. <laughs> dog yeah. skip April, got banished. <laughs> April got banished from the studio um, for this. So I do, yeah, I, I I loved Coco. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and I did watch it on a plane. I haven't seen it since not on a plane. Um, one time I was on a plane, and I had to pee. And I was like, let me just toss a movie on. The two people next to me were both sleeping. I don't want to bother them. And it was The Green Mile. <laughs> I finished the movie oh before oh I had to, and I was just like, Stephen by King the end, I'm just like, it. uh that King? was yes, definitely. King. Oh, that is Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that is uh, definitely memorable. And then I, I watch all like talk about TV show. I watch all of American Vandal. Oh, Two best. years oh. the back best. to back. The on best. I would go on this trip to Utah, and it was like the perfect. Me- the entire season would be the entire plane to Utah, and it was it works perfectly. Love that show. But, shows the best. Um. Yeah, what was the question originally? <laughs> I'm done. Oh, you're done. Oh, it was, yeah. it was the hotel. The, <laughs> the hotel, hotel movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I love best. a good hotel movie. Yeah, yeah. me too. Hotels are a great setting. So if you're trying to film a movie too, like... Easy. Yeah, I mean, White Lotus, like great TV show. I yeah, white, white, white Lotus. Grownups, yeah. The yeah. Grown-up, yeah. <laughs> <and> just, yeah. <laughs> like, let's set this movie at a really nice hotel at somewhere luxurious. Uh, Yeah.
2: All right, so we got a listener question, and it was from all Kaylee, beautiful. Aaron's sister. My sister. She asked, what's the scariest part of this movie?
0: That's really. Hard. I honestly, I, we talked about it a couple of times. The tracking shot of uh, Danny when he's on the tricycle, I just felt like like something's going to come next. Like well, something's he's going to run into something scary. And even when he didn't, then you're like, okay, but what am I missing? Something's going to come.
2: The scary part. We talked about this in the car on the way on the way here. Is also the way that the sound goes from the rug to the hardwood yeah, floor. Boom, oh, I
1: love boom. it. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts and shots of just how it. Because it is the thing of, like, it's so quiet and smooth and then it's so hard. It was, like, almost AMSR before AMSR of, yeah. like, smooth yeah. and then he's on the thing. I loved all of those shots. Me too. Um, I don't know. what The scariest part, probably the mace at the end. That was scary. When yeah. he's running and I'm just like, come on, Danny. Like I, don't, <laughs> I didn't think Danny was going to die. Yeah. I did, I thought that J- I thought Jack was going to die. I didn't see the whole, like, 1921 situation <laughs> coming. But I was like, all right, Dick will probably die. Danny will probably die or Jack will probably die. But still I was like, oh, how's his kid going to get out? And then like he has the snow prints and I'm like, Oh, cause Danny had been in the maze before, but even then I'm still like,
0: so scary. Yeah. Cause uh, the ghosts don't do it for me.
1: And so there's a the right, man right, chasing right. me with an ax. That is a real <laughs> tangible <laughs> situation. I'm like, that's something I'm afraid of. A man chasing me with an ax in a snow maze where I, my, he could
2: see every move I make. Totally, That's scary. Two things. one, the music in that scene is like this super like high pitched, like violin. And it's like really scary. Yeah. Um, and two, again, pointing back to the theme of like the native American stuff, when Danny goes into the maze and he stops and then he traces his footsteps back and hides like across, that was a native American tactic. Ah, they would like, you know, in whatever mud or whatever they were tracking when they were getting tracked by the, you know, colonists or whoever. Um, they would stop and they would retract their footsteps and sort of go a different way so they wouldn't be able to be tracked. And that makes oh, you that wonder if you
0: believe in the the ghost aspect of it is that maybe a force from um those that had that genocide, you know, happen that are maybe protecting Danny. Maybe. And and having him do that thing if he has that shining that gift, yeah. Yeah. maybe he's finding that out like how to um, escape from some other source we
2: were never really told what the shining actually really is right? right. (laughs) well i
0: assumed it was that because
1: i don't know if any five-year-old is that smart to retrace i'm like somebody's
2: telling him what to do here yeah maybe tony okay i (laughs) did love (laughs) the blood
0: elevator was
1: pretty bad too uh, yeah
2: the twin the twins freak me out they're freaky too yeah
1: the blood elevator is interesting because I it doesn't really fully get addressed. I guess doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Really. yeah. They're just like, yeah, it's a blood it's elevator. Just an, <laughs> an aesthetic <laughs> yeah, that blood. he was really feeling. We
0: yeah. gotta call out to somebody who's gonna yeah. come in next week and work on it. That
2: one over there, that's the blood <laughs> elevator.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Go to that one over there. That one's the blood elevator. You just don't wanna mess around. It's
2: well it's just a whole thing.
1: <laughs> I was we were talking, do you think this was the start of Haunted Mazes? Ooh, maybe. Well, did haunted mazes exist before 1980? Or was this like, mazes are scary?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question.
1: I, I guess mazes are inherently scary. Like, labyrinth, when did the... I don't know when that came out. But, like... I think the in labyrinth? the 80s.
2: Yeah. Oh, the movie Labyrinth? Yeah, yeah. 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 Is that about Wait a labyrinth? Wait a minute. Labyrinth is like Greek mythology. What about Pan's Labyrinth? It is. Yeah, but is it the scary? Mi- are they... Well, there's a Minotaur in okay. the Labyrinth.
1: All right, so it's always oh, been scary. That scary, scary right? <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like Haunted because there is, I think Universal Studios does The Shining Maze. I saw
0: <gasps> I'm scared. Yeah,
1: they have like a, a attraction when they do Halloween Horror Nights. That is I The don't Shining do that Maze. Stuff. You don't? Ah, no. We also used to do stuff fest, like that. Like, I don't We like were really Halloween. into <laughs> like Halloween. <laughs> I would <laughs> yeah. say our friend group <laughs> celebrated Halloween season the most because it's like back to school i guess i was on like a A lot of us would play on the soccer team or whatever and it was like we were hanging out almost every day not tom but tom was very much in the in the in the core group with the soccer team yeah yeah yeah. for sure uh. which hey in a lot of ways (laughs) so was i because i didn't play that much so uh, we weren't too far i just did extra laps around the building for some reason
0: i uh, uh my field hockey team did a haunted hay ride one you did except i wasn't scared because i was allergic to hay and so my eyes uh, and my throat closed up so i didn't yeah. see you any had a bigger fear at it. <laughs> Nature. mountain dew was yeah, my yeah. saving grace i drank some mountain dew and i felt okay yeah <laughs> yeah well any other questions you got tom um
2: well, I was going to ask if you have anything to add about like how did this compare to your Poconos experience? Did you have anything else like Oh, no, not. <laughs> <at> all. <laughs> all right. I mean, just like when in the beginning they're talking
1: about the isolation where you don't talk to anybody, but I enjoyed. It was very relaxing. I, yeah. I was on unemployment <laughs> plus the 600. I, that was
2: like at the that was like during the beginning of the pandemic, too, right? Uh Or was yeah, it before? No, 2021. It was like Oh, it was like it after. Oh, okay.
1: January to through April 2021. Okay. Um no, I mean I did it. You you kind of like sleep whenever. I guess I was going to bed around five a.m. Waking up like well, I can't imagine the sleep schedule. I guess I related to that he can't sleep there because oh. it kind of is just like what do you do all day? Yeah, yep. but he I would be I'm like bro wow, I was in a t- house. He's, Tom's been in my house is not that big and uh they had a whole hotel. Yeah, they probably have like a... floor. They have the yeah, room. there's probably some yeah. air
0: hockey somewhere. The yeah. games room. Yeah, yeah.
1: You have your wife, hopefully. I mean, they yeah. didn't really seem to get along or connect
2: at no. all. But like, if I was with my wife, I, hopefully kid. I would like... And my kid. Yeah. Um, but no. He's like, no, I'm just going to post up in the Colorado lounge. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The, you can just type really The loudly. echoing of it is interesting. Like the whole... Because the sounds are really heard throughout the whole place. Yeah. yeah. And it is like grand in that way and like on purpose. Yeah. Uh, th-
2: yeah. It's also like... Uh, I'll get into that later. Um, I... The only other question I have is like, what's your favorite type of horror movie? Like a slasher, vampire, ghost? Like I any? like the
0: psychological horror and I like ghost stuff. That's okay. what I like. I don't like the jump scares. I don't like the slasher stuff. I do like slasher stuff, but I don't
2: like bloody. I don't like gory. Slasher stuff to me has to be fun in some exactly, way. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Like I love Scream.
2: Nightmare on Elm Street. I
0: love Nightmare on Elm Street. There's
2: a, there's a sort of an, a camp element to it.
0: But you can't catch me watching any of those like terrifier movies. Right. Like, I don't want to watch, like, the, the hostile stuff. Like, I'm not watching the super gory uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch Saw. That's as far as I'll go. And even that, I'm like, hmm. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: I guess I like psychological, too. Yeah. I mean, the jump scare is what it is. Yeah. That's just what you're kind of, you're just going to pay to see jump scare. Yeah. Um, and then I guess there's, like, cutesy Halloween movies. Do you guys like those or not really? Not really. Not really. <laughs> no, like a Halloween Town, Hocus yeah. Pocus. Not my thing as much. I yeah. do like
0: uh, Charlie Brown Halloween.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like the, the, the TV special Halloween type. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'm that's trying a, to think. That's it with that
2: though. Nightmare Before Christmas. I've never seen that either. I Is never that Halloween? Really watched,
0: I don't know. I've never really, oh, really watched
2: it. People love that. Um, I. We talked a little bit about vampire movies when we did our Twilight episode. Please go listen to our Twilight episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so we talked a lot about that there. I, I really like vampire movies. I think. That okay, yeah, that I, is Halloween too. I think that they're an interesting concept and they've changed over the years. Mm-hmm. And it's very, uh, I don't know. There's something draws me to those types of movies and I don't know why. I don't even actually watch that many, but I'm always like, oh, I should watch that. And it's usually like a lot of times it's a vampire movie.
0: How do we get here? Right, Twilight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um what else? Uh I guess Coke is Coco a Halloween movie in a way. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Yeah. November first movie. I would isn't put that wasn't b- it my the day before, day after, I think. Oh, it's the day after? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Is it the day before? I don't know.
2: I don't know. I thought it was the thirtieth.
0: No idea. <laughs> but that gives Halloween vibes. Yeah. Sure. So there's like
2: Halloween
1: adjacent movies,
2: I guess that I like. Yeah.
1: But this is more we're thinking horror than Halloween. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I like a Halloween tie-in. Nothing wrong yeah, with yeah.
2: that. Well, yeah. I mean, our whole October. Yeah. Set of movies yeah movies is supposed to be Halloween themed. So. Yeah. Okay. So I just have a few notes. Um, One of them I wrote was what Erin said because she didn't have her. She wasn't on her phone, so I was like, I'm just gonna write this down. She just said, I can see Robbie wearing a bunch of Danny's fits. Uh. <laughs>
1: Well, that's so funny because my note—I wrote notes too. My first note that I wrote was Danny Fire sweaters. <laughs>
0: See?
1: Well, first of all, I bet you she said that with the Disney sweater. No, it, oh, was, really? it was the Apollo. It the Apollo. The Apollo Which,
0: one. The, I guess the Disney one was in my mind. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. And I was like, and then I saw that I was like, that's so funny. Yo, Robbie would love to wear that. I, feel I like. literally
1: wrote down <laughs> my first note is Danny Fire sweaters. So good. I did love Danny's fits. and I was like, because I was also thinking. There's a lot of good Halloween costumes. Yeah. In definitely. from the movie. Oh, yeah. Like the twins is a good Halloween costume. Danny's a good Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> now the mom yeah. is like kinda has an iconic they all have very distinct iconic looks. Jack would be a, I guess a little strange. Yeah. Like, you need the axe. Yeah,
2: you need the, the axe. <laughs>
1: you definitely or need or the someone. axe or yeah. the door, yeah.
2: But or just you're covered in frost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just
1: the costume design was good and intentional and they created like
2: distinct characters. So I was like, oh yeah, these are good, little good costumes. Um I also wrote just like there's something off, obviously, about this movie, but I when <laughs> April's like going nuts Go and downstairs. Throw it downstairs. Uh, like when Jack is with Grady in the bathroom in the gold room and he says he saw Grady in the newspaper and he like tells him, like, Oh, I saw what you did to your family. Grady says I have no recollection of that. Not that he didn't do it or that nothing happened, but like he just says I have no recollection of that's that.
0: That's a very like l- like lawyery thing.
2: Yeah, but it's also like a ghostly thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: but then he says stuff later that I He like, does yeah, say you he do know like what you're I corrected about. my wife yeah. and yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. like, "Oh
2: god, we yeah. got a Mennonist over here?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all my Also, it was comments.
1: weird to me how he's like such the alpha with his family and all this. And then he just kind of like bows down to Grady. Yeah. yeah. Like Grady, cause I'm like, all right, what's going on here of this thing? Cause you don't really know that much about him, but he's like such a little simp for Grady. <laughs> <"I'll> do whatever <laughs> you say. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go do it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I let I let you down. I won't let you down again. And I'm like, all right, why? You won't stand up to, the, who is this to you? Like, yeah, that was interesting. But I guess that it's maybe him the whole time. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. His yeah, long term, I mean, like it, it, it didn't really make sense. So it did, makes more sense that it's muddy yeah I exactly. guess at the end
2: well there I'll actually go into that so one of my um I have two little deep dives today I have, yeah I love a deep
1: dive because there's l- so much to dive I there find.
2: this movie had so much yeah. I had to narrow it down so I'm gonna do one section about the overlooks production design um I actually didn't finish write my write up but whatever uh so to your point kind of like the overlook is designed like the maze so you know how there's like that big like model maze in the, in the lounge. Yes. It's like almost like that combined with the pattern of the rugs is -hmm. very like maze like. Yeah. Um, right in the beginning as Jack is being like walked through. We see it's like a tracking shot and it's like the giant windows and you can see the outside through the windows. When it gets to the part under the stairs where there's no more windows, you see people walking out from like a hallway behind, but that hallway would be the exterior. So like, it can't exist. There's a lot of parts in the hotel that cannot exist physically. Mm. Um, Many of the doors near room two there. So I watched a YouTube video of this guy who was going through the actual architecture of the hotel and explaining why it couldn't exist the way it exists. So a lot of the rooms near room two thirty-seven, there are doors that either the wall width is only a couple of feet. So there couldn't be a room behind it or, um, there's a, like, on. there will be a door here, then there will be a corner, and there will be a staircase. So uh, it's, like, you. Can, there's nothing behind that door. And if you look at room 237, like, when he goes in, like, you come off to the side, there's a step. There's, like, steps up, and then it goes back to the bathroom. But there's a door from the outside. So, like, that door doesn't lead to anything either. So there's all these different things. The gold room, Uh, the Stanley Kubrick archives are in London. And they confirmed there that the gold room is actually too big to fit in the hotel.
1: It was massive.
2: Uh, yeah. And there's no actual hallway that connects the gold room and like the main area, or the uh, the games room and the hallway where Danny sees the twins. All of those, there's like no blueprint for how it connects to the to the um main room. Um, rooms switch areas. So when Wendy makes food early in the movie, she's pushing the cart with all the food, like bringing it back to Jack. Uh, and it's across from the entrance. But then when Jack is chasing them through the through the kitchen and when he kills Halloran, he pops out like by the door. So he's like on the other side of the room. Um the exterior is messy too. So for the first two maze scenes, the you see this the entrance to the maze and you see the overlook like on the left in the background. But when Danny's running, the overlook entrance is directly across from the entrance to the hotel. So everything in this movie is shifting. Um there's a, there's a bunch of other stuff too where like the the hotel is not, everything is unreliable. Yeah. So Stanley Kubrick was known for being so meticulous that it, none of this could have been a mistake. Like it's to make it seem like a nightmare and make it seem like you know how when you're having a dr- like when you're dreaming and then like there's just these things that don't make any sense but you like you don't really question yes. them. Yeah, they're just that's just the the canon of your dream. Yeah, like that's a lot of what this movie's production design was. And it's so good because you are always on guard. You never know what's going to be around the next corner because you don't know what the next corner is or where is the next corner. Like there's a part where um, Danny is going down a part of the maze and it's like supposed to be like a straight run. But then when he does it, it's like it's like zigzagging and it's like a totally different design than it was before. Um, so, I think that that's, doing something like that is perfect for this movie because nothing makes sense. Like nothing, not even what you're looking at makes sense. And it's just I think that that's just a really awesome way to like incorporate production design into the horror of a horror movie. Yeah, it's a very that is interesting without like the cobwebs and yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that like you would normally see in like a haunted house movie or something like that.
0: Wow, that's yeah. beautiful.
1: That's like. I've read in Severance they do that on like. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's the reason that they have all those scenes where there's a lot of hallways. Yeah. It's like to make you have to distort, like you can't remember what's going on, and it's like all, I guess, to distort your perception of like I don't know what's going on, and the viewer can't really kind of get a sense of what's going mm-hmm. on. But no, that yeah, and they do so many shots of them walking around it. And him yeah. on the thing is like, all right, he makes a turn, a turn, a turn but you don't know where anything is, and it doesn't really. Like, now you look back, and I think about it, and I had no idea. Like, you try to make a map in your head. Yeah. But there's just a wing that the gold room is in, but you never see where they get from
2: it. Like, you just see the room
1: individually. When, every time you see the gold room,
2: somebody's just walking down the hallway. You don't see where it... Where I don't it know where from.
1: their room is.
2: Oh, their room, too, has something where it's like the... There's like a... Their window, it looks like it's on a right angle... But when you see it from the outside, it's like a flat wall. Yeah. So again, it's just one of those things that's messing with the. Di- it's like distorting the viewers' like expectations and like what you think should be happening.
1: Yeah. Because I'm looking at it of like I might stay here. <laughs> you need so to know. So I'm like, how am I getting right? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get my bearings for this movie, but it is no. It was definitely confusing of like how it all gets put together because you never really figure it out. Yeah, and I think it's and that's intentionally that. supposed yeah, to like, be like where the do maze. the stairs lead to? Yeah. Of, like no because you and you see rooms room like i don't know where it has offices like i really had no idea where to get anywhere in the hotel
2: there's also something about like the when they when halloran shows them the freezer like they go through but it's like they're totally on the other side of the hotel after that even though it's yeah. just like a small like corridor so even even in the beginning before everything starts to go crazy like there's these little like idiosyncrasies about the hotel that just make it just a a nightmare
0: wow I like you comparing it to Severance. It yeah. actually does remind me of that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. What's your second deep dive?
2: Stephen King hated this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's iconic. Damn, which is tough. Because so, it did well and it still probably continues to just haunt him. People I, are probably
0: like, Oh my god, I love the shining I He'll
1: bet be like, yeah.
2: I bet so many people come up, have come up to him over the years and been like, Oh my god, the Shining movie is so good. And he's like, Enough. So he did an interview with Deadline um as recently as twenty sixteen. And Basically, he said that it came down to a philosophical difference. So he said, I talked to Stanley on the phone before he started, and I remember I could feel him reaching, trying to find his way into the books. And he said, well, don't you find that all ghost stories are optimistic? Because it means that the presupposition is that if there are ghosts, there's an afterlife. We don't just die. We go on. And I said, Mr. Kubrick, what about hell? There was a long pause at the other end, and he said in a very stiff voice, I don't believe in hell. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I said, well, okay, you don't. But my feeling is that if there are ghosts, they're as likely to be maligned as they are to be uh, come into the light. Then he references the movie Ghosts with Patrick Swayze. Great movie. And he says, there was a feeling there that ghosts are really kind of on our side, but it's just as likely that the experience of dying has driven some of them mad. Anyway, I think The Shining is a beautiful film and it looks terrific. And as I've said before, this is great. It's like a big, beautiful Cadillac with no engine inside it. In that sense, when it opened, a lot of the reviews weren't very favorable, and I was one of those reviewers. I kept my mouth shut at the time, and I didn't care for it much. He goes on to say, the character of Jack Torrance has no arc in that movie. Absolutely no arc at all. That is
0: true. None.
2: When we we first see Jack Nicholson, he's in the office of Mr. Ullman, the manager of the hotel, and you know, then he's already crazy. (laughs) He actually says he's as crazy as an S-House rat. Oh (laughs) my All he does is get crazier. In the book, he's a guy who's struggling with his sanity and finally loses it. To me, that's a tragedy. In the movie, there's no tragedy because there's no real change. The other real difference is at the end of my book, the hotel blows up. Spoilers. And at the end of Kubrick's movie, the hotel freezes. That's a difference. But I met Kubrick and there's no question he's a terrifically smart guy. He's made some of the movies that mean a lot to me. Dr. Strangelove, Paths of Glory. I think he did some terrific things, but boy, he was a really insular man. (laughs) In the sense that when you met him and when you talked to him, he was able to interact in a perfectly normal way, but you never felt like he was all the way there. He was inside himself. So yeah, he also uh, said that he felt that Wendy, he he pictured Wendy as like a privileged ex-cheerleader who had never had anything bad happen to her in her life. Mm-hmm. And Kubrick was like, no, no, we're going to go with somebody who like has been through stuff in her life a lot and is currently going through stuff in her life a lot and Shelley Duvall played this like she's never been happy in her life. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> Right. Um but he also said that King also said that he thought that Wendy in this movie is the, one of the most misogynistic portrayals of a movie character in history. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um because of i guess how like sort of helpless she is and yeah. and, and all that and how she's just totally Bending to his whim the entire movie.
0: I find that to be a little bit second wave feminism where it's like, well, you know what? Maybe some people react in that way. Yeah. Like, who am I to say that I wouldn't react in that exact same way? Yeah. Yeah. And she wins in the end. It's so. also clearly
2: like a cycle of abuse too. Like exactly, you know, exactly. You so don't know I, their yeah. history.
0: I do agree with uh, Stephen King on a lot of that stuff. The portrayal of Wendy, I don't think, is a misogynist well, portrayal. I,
2: I can see him. I, I think it's just a great like turn of phrase to say that it's a big, beautiful Cadillac with no engine inside of it. Yeah, and I and I don't necessarily disagree. Like, is there that much about this movie that is wowing me from a writing standpoint? Not really. Right. Like, it's the aesthetic. It's the vibe. It's the feel. Right. And I think that's enough to carry the movie. Oh, I love oh, the so. movie. I think that that and the performances are amazing. Yeah. But yeah, sure. Maybe there could have been a little bit more behind what was going on. Maybe a little bit more about the shining itself or the shine on the hotel or who some of these ghosts were. But like, in the end, it doesn't really matter. Right. Because of how good all of the aesthetic stuff is. Exactly. Um, I'll take the Cadillac with no engine in it. Yeah. Me too.
1: Anytime. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah jack's not likable for a second not a he doesn't time. really have much he's depth. only like he doesn't get much depth nobody gets that much depth
2: no he's only likable because he's jack nicholson exactly yeah like because i love jack nicholson <laughs> right
1: yeah you're just like oh jack nicholson is acting his ass off exactly right, you're not exactly. like jack Tor yeah
2: yeah right um yeah that's all i've got in terms of that stuff i'll just do the i got some trivia
1: yeah let's do trivia uh, I'm team trivia these days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. We got I to do trivia together one
0: time because we win trivia. Really? We are winners.
1: I don't. Y- there, I can't imagine there's anything that I know that Tom doesn't. <laughs> That's <laughs> like absolutely my, not true. Absolutely my, not true. My yeah my specialties tom has covered i feel
0: like i don't know tom's really bad with music
1: yeah oh maybe really uh, bad. yeah so i'm I not great with music be either with, either, with, oh well i am we so do it's a music all good round. like ours has a music round where we have to say the artist yeah uh the other day it was a Taylor made uh like whatever list they do a list round for me which was state capitals with nba teams in them oh wow which is my two things is I know state capitals <laughs> and NBA. Awesome. And I only got seven out of eight. I freaking oh, put wow. Chicago, which is not the capital of Illinois. Yeah. I know wow. it's not the capital of Illinois. And I was so mad. But no, it is, trivia is so fun. I literally we love, love it. it. Yeah. We love
2: it. So here's uh, Tom's top five trivia. Uh, or The Shining. <laughs> All right. I sort of alluded to this earlier. Uh, Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall have expressed open resentment against the reception of this film, feeling that critics and audiences credited Kubrick solely for the film's success without considering the actor's crew or the strength of the material. Nicholson and Duvall have said that the film was one of the hardest of their careers. In fact, Nicholson said he considers Duvall's performance the most difficult role he's ever seen an actress take on. Mm. And she called it the hardest of her life. I could see that. Number two. For sure. As I mentioned, King wanted John Voight or Martin Sheen to play. Um, jack kubrick also considered robin williams and robert de niro Hmm. he didn't think de niro would suit the role after watching taxi driver because he thought he was not psychotic enough interesting but he didn't think williams would suit the role after watching mork and mindy because he was too psychotic
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love mork and mindy the reason why that's so funny yeah i think
1: Robin robin probably would have had a more of an arc maybe Start at a warmer place, but maybe it was Kubrick just telling him to be crazy from the beginning. I don't want to say Jack didn't have it in him.
2: Robin Williams definitely, I think, could have played your everyman a little bit yeah. better than mm-hmm. Nicholson. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I, I'm not sure. Obviously, I think he would have been amazing too because he has that. He yeah. had that in him. De Niro had it in him. Like oh, I think yeah. they all could have been Yeah, you
0: see insomnia, Robin Williams.
2: Kubrick also. Oh right. yeah, Kubrick also briefly considered Harrison Ford, which would have been odd.
0: Mm. I'd love a Harrison Ford.
2: I don't know if I've ever seen him go completely insane, but... Yeah, I don't know. He probably did Get off my
0: plane. Have you ever seen Air Force <laughs> One? No,
2: but yeah. Uh, number three. They, the cam operator and the assistant editor both said that the Guinness Book of World Records thing is false. Oh, come on. Uh, the scene was shot, they say, about 35 to 45
0: times. Boo.
2: Yeah, but it's in the Guinness Book of World Records, so who are they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> number four. Neither Leah Beldum, the young woman in the bath, nor Billy Gibson, the old woman in the bath, appeared in another movie before or after this one. Queen. Oh, wow. That's crazy. They said, right? We're the best. I had a feeling.
1: We did it. <laughs> I was like, I wonder, yeah. That scene was wild. Are you just the naked woman from The Shine? What's the casting call on this? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, interesting.
2: Well, honestly, it was probably like Kubrick's nuts. Is yeah. this what movies are like? Yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, I don't that's know about before, too. but. And then number five is just the alternate ending. It's. uh. After the shot of Jack's body, the film dissolves to a scene of policemen outside the hotel. Cuts to the hospital. Wendy's in a bed. Danny's in a waiting room. Ullman, the manager, arrives, tells them they've been unable to locate her husband's body. On his way out, Ullman gives Danny a ball, the same one that was mysteriously rolled into a hallway earlier in the film before Danny was attacked in room 237. So it must have come out of 237. Uh. He goes into 237. And then the bruises or whatever. Ullman laughs and walks away. And then the movie dissolves to the move through the corridors to the photo. Mm -hmm. So that's... I feel like
1: it does set up a little bit that you're gonna hear from that guy again because he has such a tone he's about never in, him. Yeah, yeah. In and the beginning, like where the, he's like, "So, he's oh, got like the at all." And yeah. Like, yeah. There's a, a very much a vibe to him where you're like, he's in on this whole situation a little bit too. Yeah. And and oh. for him to come and give like the creepy ball would make sense. But yeah. It's not that necessary. I feel like
2: the one thing, the one thing I mentioned before that I said I was gonna get to later, uh, I thought it was in my trivia, but it's not. Um, the scene when. They first, when she sees him with the bruises and she's like, oh my God, you did this. And she's like yelling at Jack and she's carrying Danny away. You're like, okay, well, how does Danny Lloyd not know this is a horror movie? That was a dummy. Uh, and when we watch it, Tom I was like, it. I don't think that's I really him. It. I think that's a dummy. And then he looked up. His head is in her shoulder and his like arms are all limp, but his one arm is like this. So I was like, that's not really a kid. Yeah, That can't be a kid. And I was right. It wow. is, you. I
1: was watching it and he, you kind of can... Get, he could get through it without fully knowing. He could just think he's like a specially gifted kid, yeah. and like he doesn't know that he's yeah.
2: seeing the twins or whatever. You know, no, probably exactly. not. he doesn't know that yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, he's
1: when he's running through, he doesn't know the dad is chasing him. He's yeah. not ever in any of like the shots with Jack in that way. Or
2: he could think that his dad's chasing him and it's fun, or like yeah, you yeah. know, he's hiding from his dad or whatever. But yeah, he's
1: like figured out the May situation. Yeah. I did really love. He's a little man that lives in my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> so so fun. so Tony. Yeah. Tony, to be like just the, a little man that lives in my mouth is such a fun thing to say. Okay, see, like imaginary friend, people have imaginary friends, but to have them live in your mouth and he talks for mouth. you, isn't it? Isn't it? His, he so said he fun. lives in my stomach. Oh, he, he goes to his stomach when, he, oh, he, he, when he opens his mouth. Yes, 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 He yes. retreats to the stomach. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Kids are crazy. Um, wild, I do dude. love that. Danny's wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, I love Danny.
0: <laughs> I, I liked him too. I thought yeah. he was crazy. Has he else?
1: been in any, anything since or not really? Not really. really. He, not he was a, a child actor, career? but like, that's
0: yeah. pretty much what he's known for um last he's like thing I married had, with kids now it's like weird to think he of works that. yeah
2: he I works, he's probably
1: in his 40s he works like yeah. somewhere
2: I, I saw where he works and it's like something like it's something that's like, like a regular job now. yeah um my last thing oh i didn't say the taglines they weren't very good um the only one that i liked that's not just like oh stephen king's masterpiece is it's a little long for a tagline but he came as the caretaker but this hotel had its own guardians who'd been there a long time <laughs> What kind of tagline is that? Terrible tagline. But it's the only one that wasn't like, oh, the horror movie comes to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like generic stuff. Was it a popular book? Yeah. It was Stephen Stephen King's third book, and it came, like, he was really popular off of Carrie, which was his first book. And it was
0: his first movie, too, Carrie. Yes. And that came out in, like, 77, I think. And it was a
2: popular movie. Yes. He wrote The Shining and I want to say, 78.
0: Well, that would make sense th- then, if that because Sissy Spacek the movie comes out, and that's yeah, I could also
2: see Launch then her career. movie or sorry, the novel was seventy uh, seven,
0: which is when Carrie came out, yep. so that would make sense.
1: I could see him having his own little ego, K- Kubrick, uh, yeah. of being like, this isn't gonna be." your situation. Well, uh-huh. I'm not writing like your little thing. Like I I am going to do my own your thing. little book. Now yeah. I'm going to make Yeah, after it I was hurling movie. the other ones yeah. against yeah. the wall, which would have been awesome if one of the directors did that for like Harry Potter. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like, like well, yeah, yeah, well, that's a loose guideline. <laughs> Michael Gambon, RIP,
2: refused to read the books, which is oh, why really? he was so bad as Dumbledore. Oh, that's which which so why fun. he was iconic. Not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I think he's the, iconic. The story goes that he refused to read the books. That is funny. Also, Another interesting thing between King and Kubrick is King wrote this book about his own alcoholism and depression. Right. That's what the book's about. Oh, wow. It's a former school teacher, which is what he was, who became a writer, writer's block, depression, alcoholism, everything. Kubrick, if you look at the um, all work and no play scene, people have said, like, that's kind of Kubrick about himself. Like, he's such a perfectionist. And this movie is about him going insane, like, trying to make a movie. So it's, uh, it's like similar, similar sort of experience, yeah, but like yeah. how, cause he, obviously he was putting people through dozens and dozens and dozens of takes. He's just writing the same line over and over and over again, you right. know, oh, slightly differently yeah, making yeah, it slightly yeah. different. Like, it's kind of like he almost put his own mark on, I don't know if that was conscious or not, but he almost yeah. put his own and he feels as a writer and a creator and an artist, you probably feel so isolated even when you're with your your wife and kid, you know, mm-hmm. when you're that serious of an artist. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's sort of like he took it and he put his own stamp on it in that way, where it's like they're almost both autobiographical. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I love movies. I do
2: like that. Um, Last thing I have is the Roger Ebert review. He gave it
0: four. No
2: surprise, a four out of four.
0: Love Um, me some Roger Ebert. (laughs) That's my guy. I'm gonna dress as him for Halloween one year. (laughs)
2: Oh my god. Are you guys doing Halloween?
0: Uh, We're gonna make Connie a hamburger.
1: And are you? What do you guys mean?
0: Uh, The hamburgers' parents.
2: Mr. and Mrs. Hamburger. <laughs> parents of a
1: hamburger. <laughs> Come on, you guys could do something. We'll figure Are you it out. Do I you have a place to go? I guess trick or treat.
0: Uh, Jackie it? and Wesson's uh, Halloween party. Oh, you're going to
2: a Halloween yeah. party. I, I said we could have been um, uh, uh, the Burger King and Wendy.
0: Yeah, we could be Burger King and Wendy <laughs> and hope oh, the that's hamburger. Fun. That's kind of cute. Uh,
2: yeah, so he gave it a four out of four. A couple comments he had were, this movie is not about ghosts but about madness and the energies it lets loose in an isolated situation primed to magnify them. Jack is an alcoholic and child abuser who has reportedly not had a drink for five months, but is anything but a recovering alcoholic. When he imagines he drinks with the imaginary bartender, he is as drunk as if he were really drinking, and the imaginary booze triggers all his alcoholic demons. Later on, he says, We believe Halloran when he senses Danny has psychic powers, but it's clear Danny is not their master. As he picks up his father's madness in the story of the murdered girls, he conflates it into his fears of another attack. Wendy, who is terrified by her enraged husband, perhaps also receives visions of this psychic output. They all lose reality together. Yes, there are events we believe. Jack's manuscript, Jack locked in the food storage room, Jack escaping, and the famous here's Johnny as he hatchets its way through the door. But there is no way within the film to be sure with any confidence exactly what happens or precisely how or really why. Mm.
0: See, like, when I read reviews like that, I'm like, yo, I didn't get all that, but, like, that's smart.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite.
0: <laughs> he's so good.
1: Um, I, get, I normally don't like... Movies that end, and you're like, What? Wait, did what? I just like, <laughs> yeah, wh- like the like an unreliable narrator. Like, I don't like Shutter Island that much. I didn't I agree. like Fight Club that much. I agree. Beautiful Mind, even not my favorite. Like, I haven't but, seen
2: that in a long time, but I don't think I would like to lot, all
1: that. those movies. Not my type of movie, but and I kind of realized like maybe 75% of the like once he starts seeing great, like, I'm like, All right, this is kind of going to be that situation, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful but so it carries it and it like there's a lot of other things to it that made me carry it and it wasn't the whole thing
2: there was a purpose right. for it in yeah. this movie but
0: also I think that those other movies that you listed are really based on one character being yes. an unreliable na- unreliable narrator and I think what's interesting about The Shining is it's almost like we're from the perspective of the hotel well the
1: hotel yeah. is the main character yeah. in a way too
0: we're just watching this yeah. whole family descend into madness well like with the, ste- with the steady
2: cam stuff it's like when you're following them through the hallways that's kind of what it is yeah, yeah. You know, like that's the I feel like that's the idea that they were going for with that type of like cinematography technique.
0: Yeah, that's it. So cool. Yeah.
1: There was just a lot of other things. I love the Macy and I love the little Tony, thing. <laughs> the Red Rum, how he just yells it. Like there was just red a rum, lot of things. I really. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was great. I liked it a lot. Thank you. I'm happy that I forced myself to watch
2: it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm happy, too.
2: Um, Yeah. That's what Do you have anything else? No. All right. Uh, April still going nuts downstairs. April wants us to finish. Uh, does The Shining make baby's first watch list? Yeah, yeah, For sure. <laughs> Eventually, at some. How good. many <laughs> movies have made it? Uh, zero.
1: zero. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining. I'm like, you're choosing them before. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine
2: they have. Yeah. Well, we're we're choosing something we haven't seen before. So like, we okay. Ha- we yeah, we seen made a
0: mistake. We watched Eight Crazy Nights.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, really? I
0: thought it was great. I I thought it was going to be great, and it's not a good
2: movie. I
1: watched it recently again. Yeah. I loved it as a kid. <laughs>
2: Me too, I loved it as a kid. I loved it recently? as a kid.
1: I have no like a year and a half ago. And I'm like, I mean, I get why it gets ten <laughs> percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. But it was still nostalgic. Yeah. But it's yeah. why. Wa- I mean, a lot of fat jokes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff that's a lot of jokes. jokes that you can't really be yeah. making at all yeah. anymore. But uh, it made baby source watch list. But it's I musical. Mean, it's <laughs> it is a musical. <laughs> it is musical. <laughs> a basketball story.
0: And it I thought was beautifully animated too, actually. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any takeaways? Here's my so takeaway. We, uh, at the end of our episodes, we do like a takeaway for the baby. Okay. For each.
0: Um. Here's movie. my, here's, actually, I don't know if I do. I just said, what this, movie, my
2: this movie be? is like the anti-parenting manual. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, it is also like a dad who kind of turn like dads be killing their family. Like That's who should you so, yeah. be
2: afraid of more than
1: anything yeah. from a horror perspective? <laughs> then a ghost, then some exorcisms and whatever is like more times than not. Some dad might go freaking crazy and kill his wife. Or the call is coming from kill, inside like, the house. There are more times than not that a murder, you know, the murder. Like, right. That right. is more realistic. So it is scary. That is scary. So, the Robbie, takeaway
0: be scared of dogs. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. <laughs> you got a good dad.
1: T- be scared that's of great. your father's. Dad's great, but that. No, that is just like a wa- that is is very realistic. I guess that's not a takeaway for the baby. <laughs> that was just something that I thought of. It's a it's, is that it's like social commentary. Social commentary. How about of this? that?
0: Here's my takeaway. Even if there's uh someone who's different or has a different ability, um, they can still be uh you know good people. Like for example, Danny, uh, kind of going through it and having to see doctors and having this gift that they don't understand yet doesn't mean that he's not a completely worthy person.
1: Yeah. It's a gift. It's a gift. That's what it is. Exactly. Being different. The Shining is a gift. And it saved his life.
2: Yeah. There
0: you go. What a way to end.
2: Yeah. Beautiful. All right.
0: Tom, give us our little rundown for next week.
2: So next week, we're actually doing a movie that I did not realize came out the same year as this. In fact, two weeks before this, Friday the 13th. Oh, wow. (gasps) Uh, Um, This movie feels older than Friday the 13th does.
1: It does. And this came out in
2: May, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Friday the 13th came out. It's interesting when you see the summer horror Yeah,
2: Friday the 13th came out May 9th, 1980. May 9th,
1: wow. So,
0: but it is a summer camp movie.
1: It is. Oh, it's a summer camp movie. Okay. Yeah. I have not Kevin seen it.
0: Bacon, starring our Kevin Bacon. Early Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Bacon, Bacon, Bacon. Bacon. Oh, yeah. yeah. yep. wow. Well, not
2: starring, really. I think he's just in it for a little bit.
0: Yeah. I, I saw it back in high school. I liked it. I haven't the seen it. Not the Father Felix remake. <laughs>
2: I gotta say, of like the big. <laughs> Sorry to Father Felix. <laughs> Father Felix. Remake. Of like the big ones, of like the big slashers, like the Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. I feel like I'm the least interested in Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. But do you know the maybe twist? Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll talk about it next week. Um. Yeah. So, thanks for coming on, Robbie. Yeah. Thank you. Listen to Loud About Nothing. Yeah. Robbie's podcast. You Loud get About podcasts, Nothing. Yes. Check it out. Um yeah so that's that and obviously rate review subscribe follow do all that stuff um and yeah robbie will be back on pretty soon future yeah for uh movie swingers (laughs) (laughs)
1: look out for swingers yeah one Um, of my favorite i was trying to think of because i was like we'll do two but i was trying to think of my favorite movie and I don't know if I have a favorite movie and I could watch Swingers a hundred times. So.
0: I love, I loved it. So yeah. thanks. Because then I watched a movie I'd never seen. So oh, amazing.
1: Right. Yeah. I was excited for that too. I yeah. asked Tom. I was like, has Aaron seen it? She was like, he was like, no. So yeah,
0: I love it.
2: Beautiful. That. Yeah. Right. So that's that. We will see you next week for Friday the 13th. Goodbye. See you
0: later. <laughs> don't eat.
2: <laughs>